Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 6 of college football made Canadian Thanksgiving much, much better. It is I, Rob Paul, the Armchair Scout, a.k.a. someone who's convinced Ja'Kai Polite goes top 10. And with me as always is AJ Dicker the Kicker Marchese. Uh, today, today we'll do some uh, week six superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in week seven. Let's hit it. Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving down to Nashville, maybe. Looking for Annette or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day. Draft Matt Gay on the second day. Just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. You know... Ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win, but if you think you know, you gotta check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me guys, they're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make sure, make your way to my bookie. You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My bookie is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. Join now and MYBOOKIE will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit MYBOOKIE online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN. H-E-A-V. E-N, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait until after dinner and take that extra moolah. You play, you win, you get paid. What a Thanksgiving weekend in Canada, our home nation. Hold on quickly. Yes. The the my bucky drops. They're great, Rob. I'm just gonna say that. But what was that what's the what was the rest of the voice there? Not the heaven, the heaven was great, but the rest of the voice. 
What do you mean? That's my speaking voice. That's my speech voice. Okay. Yeah, great, great Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yeah. In Canada, it was Thanksgiving. That meant Rob drinking twisted teas and watching college football all weekend. And that meant a lot of intaking of talented players, which means week six superlatives time. Y'all know how this goes. AJ, who's the best freshman you saw this week? I'm gonna I'm gonna give a shout out to two freshman quarterbacks who kind of had a bounce back week. Uh, one Trevor Lawrence, her coming back off the injury, not a spectacular game or anything, but they blew the hell out of who was awake. Yep. Uh, so hey, good work, Trevor Lawrence. Also, our boy DTR, uh, keeping it close with Washington. Yeah, worrisome for Washington. Yes, worrisome, worrisome for Washington. Uh, had a good game against that stack secondary. I know you already. Uh, I saw you were um, talking off the the Murphy tape on that game. Well, it was UCLA, right? Yeah. No, the Utah. Oh, Utah the U- tape. Utah tape. Those U schools in the Pac-12. In, yeah, so confusing. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to throw those two name into the ring. Uh, okay, first special shout out to Dicker the kicker. Clutch game-winning field goal for Texas. Yes. Big man, big man on campus. Uh, I went with, okay, there was a few, obviously Dicker the kicker, um, Ingram, the run, Keontae Ingram, the Texas running back, and uh, Texas has another safety in B.J. Foster, who's a true freshman, and he looked really good. But I went with Matt Corral, the quarterback at Ole Miss. Uh, he came in after Jordan Tomu put Ole Miss way up mm-hmm. against Louisiana Monroe, and it's like not like it's a great team or anything. But he came in, went ten for ten, one hundred forty-three yards, two touchdowns. Also ran for uh, seventy-eight yards and a touchdown. The Florida transfer, right? No, no, no. He decommitted from Florida. Oh, right, true right, freshman, right? right? And he right, was uh, right. supposed to go there when, uh, and then Dan Mullen went there, so he left because yes. the system. And Ole Miss looks like they're going to be in good hands going forward. And Corral's still, I, I'm assuming they're going to play it so he's eligible for the red shirt, so he'll be a red shirt yeah. freshman next year. Mm-hmm. He's played in two games this year, I believe. And, yeah, just he looks like he has more tools than Shea Patterson. I'll say it. That's insulting. That that was such a weird incidence, though, eh? What? Him decommitting and going to Ole Miss. I don't know. That seems like a weird... I, I think I'm assuming he did. I, I I don't know. I remember him from the Elite Eleven show. Yep. And he uh, he's he is a he's not big, but he's a big arm. They kept saying, and he has like some a lot of confidence. I feel like he's just a guy who wants to play right away, and that's why he left Florida for Ole Miss. I mean, okay, it's not like there's there's much to no, uh, but but in Dan Mullen's system, you got to be able to run. Yeah, I and I mean, obviously, he ran well in this game, but like that's not he's not like a run first guy. I think Mullen. Assume. I don't know, Corral. You should have gave Dan Mullen a chance. Is all I'm saying. He's gonna. Well, I mean, he's gonna throw for five thousand yards at Old Miss next year. So, <laughs> sure. Uh, best sophomore you saw? Uh, I think the first time we're saying his name on the show, and he's got some Heisman hype. Rob, the Colorado receiver Lavisca Chenault Jr. Chenault. Chenault. Lavisca Chenault. I haven't. I haven't heard his name out loud yet. Uh, you gotta watch more Colorado games, my friend. I don't know. They're, they they don't sit right with me this year. I don't know. No no Sefu. No uh, Philip Lindsay. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> it's surprising neither of us have mentioned him on this show yet because he's been a stud. Yeah, I know it is. Thirteen catches, uh, one hundred twenty-seven yards, two touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. So four total touchdowns. Some may say best player on Colorado. Yeah, beating uh, Arizona State this week. 
legit uh, Heisman hype right now, which is surprising. He's getting first round talk for 2020 from like actual. He people. is uh, a draft eligible this year, but no, he's not. Is he a redshirt sophomore? He's a true sophomore. Uh, you sure? Yep. I'll trust you, but okay. Yeah, well, I'm Googling it to confirm, but I'm 99 Maybe I looked sure. at someone else. Uh, he is a true sophomore. Okay. Oh, I I, I fucked up. I know what I'm, I'm thinking of. Sorry, Rob. It's Never okay. doubt Rob Paul. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm with a different receiver. Alabama's receiver, Jerry Judy. Mm-hmm. Uh, put up 135 yards, two TDs against Arkansas. Had the big touchdown um, on a deep throw from Tua. Tua's getting all the hype, but the three sophomore receivers are pretty impressive too. Obviously, Tua deserves the hype, but yep. like Judy looks like the next best Alabama receiver. I feel like, for me, I always end up not liking these guys. Like I was not a Calvin Ridley fan early in his career. I love Calvin Ridley. I know. I do now. Like I loved him. Like last year, but I just wasn't a fan of him, and I don't know. Uh, Judy's not I, there yet for me. But I really enjoy Jerry Judy. I feel like I just don't like. I don't know. And Amari Cooper, but I, I ended up never liking Amari, so I still don't. Uh, hey, you're right. So yeah, here we are. Who's the best prospect you saw? Uh, I'm gonna throw Montez Sweat's name here. He went off, eh? Three sacks against Auburn. They uh, manhandled that Auburn offense. A big he, win for for uh, Mississippi State. He entered the year as like a. I feel like he was like pretty well known to be like a day two guy entering the year. Bo- he's borderline played, first, yeah. Yeah, but he's played himself right into the first round. Mm-hmm, I think for he's sure he's been like between this game, Kansas State, his last like four games, he's been really good. Yep, he he's gotten a lot more technically sound this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I went with. Jackai Polite, the Florida edge rusher. <laughs> Such a quick ascension, eh? Fuck. Yo, it's real. I, what was he? He was my out of nowhere last, last week. You were shooting up the board, and now you're Betts Rasta. And I mean, deservedly so. I know you're going to mention him, so I didn't. I uh, I tweeted last week when we were getting into him a little bit. Mm-hmm. I uh, I said the last, I think it was the, yeah, the last three drafts have had a kind of undersized pass rusher who had first round tape but like didn't go in the first round for other reasons with uh harold landry mm-hmm. um carl lawson mm-hmm. and uh yannick and yeah and i I, I i i was like i the tweet was basically like i think he'll end up being that guy i don't think the nfl's uh, gonna be dumb enough this time somewhere between 240 and 26 like we don't know he, but I don't but he think looks it lighter matters. Too. I know. I'm just saying I'm, for the size. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no. I'd say he's closer to 240 than 260. I agree. But yeah, against LSU, the the, the craziest thing is his motor is insane. Mm-hmm. Like the explosion it, and, and the the bend and the pass rush moves are all awesome. But his motor stands out so much, which yeah. you don't always get with this type of edge rusher. It's interesting that the three big Florida programs, I'm going to say it, not the greatest teams this year. I know Florida, big win, but still. But all three have those stud, kind of twitchy pass rushers, eh? Yeah, Jackson, Polite, and Burns. Yep. Um, But yeah, against LSU, he had this nasty spin move for the strip sack, uh, which was a big game changer in the game. He was the, He's the best player on the field for Florida. Mm-hmm. And... and, and um, it's just 
everything is there for him. I, I also saw that he has 22 pressures in six games. That's pretty nuts. He also has six sacks and eight TFLs. Like he, he also was making plays against LSU where it wouldn't result in him, like statistically getting anything, but he would string out the run play so it would go nowhere, things like that. Yep, yep. yep. He is very impressive, and I, I, I'm, I think right now, the only edge we can for sure say is better than him is Nick Bosa. It's an interesting he's, class. He's right up there with Burns and Farrell for the mm-hmm. Battle of the Edge 2, I think. That's fair. Um, all right. Who's shooting up your board? Uh, okay, this, this is the tight end's time to shine. I've seen some love for tight ends this week, actually, after the games. Number one for me, Kenan Smith, the Stanford tight end. Had a monster game. He is sick. Yeah, he's good. I mean, we've kind of always known he's good. and this He said what? The, the Oregon game, he had a big game, but this is probably his best game. I remember when KJ Costello came in last year for them. He went to Caden Smith a lot, yep. even with, um, what's his name? No, 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 oh. the other tight end uh, oh. on the Cowboys now. God damn it. We're bad. You know who I mean. Yeah, I know I'm bad at names. But because uh, him and Caden Smith are like roommates and stuff, and that's like <laughs> kind of the first time I, I was interested in Caden Smith, and he is very good. He grabs 120 yards in this game against Utah, which was a big blowout loss, but hey, he did well. Uh, why can't we think of the Stanford tight end's name? Durham Smythe. Like nope. <laughs> he wore number nine. He was the West Coast Durham Smythe. He was 6'5", 250. I, I like tell you everything too. but his name. I did too, and I can't think of it. Blake Jarwin and Jeff Swain play over him. Oh, my God. This is bad, Rob. Oh, well, uh, move on. Yeah, uh, my other name, another tight end. Uh, one more near and dear to my heart. Zach Gentry, Michigan. Uh, we t- I don't know if did we talk about it on the show. I can't remember. But how much weight he put on in the offseason. I think he put on like a close Dalton to 20. Dalton Schultz. Oh, Sorry. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I was looking it up, too, what I was talking uh, yeah, he, he he went from like 240 to 260 or something. Yeah, like 242 to 262 or something, and he's pushing 6'8". Six, eight. Six, eight. Yeah, 6'7 at least. Uh, he made some big acrobatic plays against Brandon. Yes, and he's I think he's better than – they still like going to McCune, but I think Zach Gentry's more Gen- – McCune's not bad. Wait, I think Gentry's gets so much more upside. Absolutely. McCune's like an okay college tight end. Yeah, I, know, yeah I, I, I don't think he's bad. Uh, Gentry had seven catches, 112 yards. Uh, he's had a couple big games recently, and just kind of starting to see like Shea Patterson's go-to guy, to be honest. So, yeah, and I'm not totally surprised, but just because he's such a mismatch. Yep. With that height, um, and like just th- th- that height weight is like uh, great for NFL, obviously NFL size. Yeah. I actually wrote in the column that should be out right now, actually, at armchairallamericans.com. I uh, wrote about a different tight end and just how this tight end class earlier in the year seemed like it wasn't good. Now it's all of a sudden it's coming together yeah. really quickly. Yeah, yeah. I know. When, when we're doing our offseason previews, it was like, oh, was no like, no tight end in this uh, conference. It and was like Noah Fant and like nah, Albert O. And that. that's it. I mean, I, we're not even old guys, but, you know, he was there. Yeah, and I wrote about Irv Smith, the Bama tight end, mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. He, he had two massive plays for Alabama. One was a fumble, but still I, ended a touchdown. I would love to see Alabama learn how to use their tight ends. I think that's my biggest criticism of Nick, Nick Saban. That, I mean, that and he can't cut in the NFL, but whatever. Hey, hey if only he got Drew Brees the way he wanted. Uh, I know. There was a lot of that talk last night. It would have been super interesting, but anyways. 
Um, for me, shooting up my board, I'm, I feel like he's already been in this section for you before. But Hollywood Brown. Hey. Oklahoma receiver. Um, he's legitimizing himself, right? This whole year. He yeah, he's been. not just the one-trick pony deep threat. He's a far more complete receiver this year. Um, like, he's he's using the speed and the start-stop, like, agility the and ability. Twitchiness, yeah. To, yeah, to make himself a better route runner. Yeah. And, obviously, make himself a better yards-after-catch player. Against Texas, it, it, like he had 131 yards, two TDs. Him and Kyler Murray were kind of the only bright spots for Texas or for Oklahoma. Yep. Um, now nah, he, I think there's a scenario where he could end up a first round pick. I mean, if he runs, if he runs amazing. really fast, yeah. And like, especially with the evolution of the NFL offense, where guys with this type of speed, yeah. not to say he's like Tyreek Hill, but fitting him into that role. Or yep. like even the brand like a Brandon Cooks guys like that, th- th- I-, I think those guys make Hollywood Brown being a first round pick so much more. Real. That's fair. I mean, I don't think he's far from where Cooks was coming out. He's definitely uh, around there. Yeah. The only thing that really would work against him in this scenario is it's a deep wide receiver class. That too. This is a freaking fun class. Oh yeah. This is uh, this is so much better than last year. It's insane. And, like, last year there was like, those couple guys that you really liked, but, like, you know, they're not the stuff. Like, Calvin Ridley's I'll, awesome. You know what I mean? I really, I really liked Auden Tate, and you went in the seventh round. <laughs> yeah, we thought he was going to. I liked Auden Tate, too. Uh, but, you um, know, the Kirk, DG Moore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's, like, fun guys. And I think yeah. like, people kind of shit on the class too much. Cause, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was just too sentimental about that class. There's a lot of guys I just had liked because they're fun, but, but this but, class looks scary but, good. But, like, wide receivers are one of the three deepest spots in this class for sure. Yes. Yep. I think Especially it's ed- top heavy ed- too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's edge rushers, de- uh, interior defensive linemen, and receivers this year. Yeah. No offensive linemen. So. Yeah. The guard class is meh. Yeah. Or the interior line specifically. Uh, who's falling down your board? Anyone? I feel like we ha- have had him in this spot before. But hey, Jared Stidham, you deserve to be here again, buddy. Yeah, dude. What a bad week for the quarterback class, eh? Yeah. If you read my column right now, I wrote about, like, six of them. Oh, my God. Uh, how was Herbert? I didn't get to see that game. Did you watch it? Oregon was off, weren't they? Were they? Oh, that's why I didn't know. Because I always look for Oregon. Big game against Washington yeah, no. this week, though, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, they were off. Um, Stidham was bad. Lorky, not the greatest. Like they, they were, like, okay, just might as well go through it all. Let's do it. Uh, okay, obviously, Stidham was really bad. Will Greer, um, Meh. Locke, Lewerke, like Lewerke lost to Northwestern. Yep. Uh, yeah, Locke was horrible against South Carolina in the rain. I don't know if you saw on uh, one running back screen call, the running back fell down and like two full seconds go by and he throws it anyway right to a defender. Like in the running back's been on the ground for two seconds and it's pick oh, no. six. Oh no. Blake, Blake Bortles-esque. Um Bortles just finds so many creative ways to throw interceptions. Anyways, I love him. You for have to, it. You, re, you respect it. Brett Rippin was really bad against yeah. San Diego State. Yeah. Like Ryan Finley, I know the numbers aren't horrible for him, but he made some awful plays. Shea like, Patterson he, was okay. Oh, though, so. Shea, I don't think was that good either. <laughs> um, but he doesn't count. Uh, but p- point being, it's Justin Herbert, and hey. The juniors really need to declare for this quarterback class to even matter. Probably. Like, there's no way. Haskins has to come out, right? 
He should just because this is he can capitalize the yeah like he could be QB two yeah like, potentially probably yeah yeah I I be Herbert might not come out I saw a quote saying he like don't expect him to I know recently. but he wants to play with his brother but I mean it'd be silly for him not to he's easily QB one in this class I mean I would love him even more if he doesn't come out because I just respect it a Oregon lot. would be really good if he went back next year I know. Because um, there. Anyway, you, you had Stidham. Yeah. He was a mess against Mississippi State. Like, he just doesn't have it. No. Uh, I went with Will Greer. He threw three interceptions in the red zone. He also lost a fumble yeah, but against they're, they're Kansas. Kansas. Like, that's not easy. And, and, and the worst part was it wasn't on the plays where he's scrambling around and chucking it up. Mm-hmm. It was, like, where he was playing in structure and he's just forcing throws. Two of them were like uh, on slants, and he's just throwing them right to defender. That's, that's not great. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was rough for Will Greer. I still can't buy into him, man. It's fair. I mean, I like he's a third or fourth round guy. I'm like that's okay. I don't know. Uh, okay, any out of nowhere prospects? Uh, yeah, I, I like the the Vod Tech receiver. This was the guy I was thinking about earlier. Richard sophomore. Uh, Hazleton, Damon Hazelton. Right? Yes. They were saying he transferred from... Ball State, baby. Yeah. That's why this was the big uh, Indiana in-state revenge game. Anyways, 12, 12 catches, 131 here. It's one touchdown. Looking like uh, Willis's Willis, yes. Uh, his go-to yep. guy in this this new uh, Josh Jackson-less offense. But, Willis uh, is a Kansas transfer. Yeah, I like him. I don't know. There's something about him I like. But not as an NFL player, but I just he's likable. Anyways. You just like Vontek quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I do like Vontek quarterbacks since the dawn of time. Except for Bruce Arians, that bitch. Um, uh, he had a good game, Hazleton, and size uh, kind of like all, all the boxes as a NFL p- prospect, right? He was the best player on Virginia Tech's offense by a mile. Yeah, game. like Will's not that bad. Like he had an okay game, like for the stage, but yeah, he, for sure, Hazleton was the best player. Yeah, he's like not a guy I would expect to come out, but as a redshirt sophomore, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, but a guy to definitely keep an eye on because he was he was making a lot of plays. Yep. Uh, I went with Quadre Allison, the Pittsburgh running back. Pitt just loves guys named Quadre, eh? He, uh, as a freshman, filled in when James Conner was out mm-hmm. and looked really good. And in the last two years, he's been so meh. And this year, he looks back at it. He uh, Pitt beat Syracuse in overtime. He ran for 192 in a touchdown. Showed some burst, some power. He's he's really – and he's built big. Like, he's 6'2", like 230. Interesting. Um, he's really shot himself up, like it, from <laughs> no way he'll be drafted to draftable. I think. Speaking of tall running backs, Jalen Hurd had a big week, eh? <laughs> Yo, Jalen Hurd's like a, a legit receiver prospect. Now. I think so. <laughs> he, had a, he had a big week. I, Him and Denzel Mims. I know. Are I, a nice he, pair. I've been on Mims. Remember how much I liked Mims in the offseason. Um, I, I I'm gonna say this right now. I bet you Jalen Hurd gets drafted. No, he de- definitely is. Okay, yeah, I think so. Unless, just, I'm, like, unless he tests worse than on Tate, because, eh. uh, like, yeah, yeah, sorry. Any prospects make you look stupid? Pope John Paul II said, Stupidity is a gift from God, but one mustn't misuse it. And I never misuse it, Rob. I'm stupid at all the right times. Is that a real quote? Yeah, it is. Was that off the top of your head? <laughs> no, I pre-planned okay. that. Oh, okay. I'll use a little respect for you. That made you look stupid. Burn. I put the down right Brett times, Rippin. Baby. Shut up. I put down Brett Rippin. 
the Boise State QB. Okay. You know I'm a little bit into Brett Ripon. I don't know. Like, he's, he's the nephew of a NFL a Canadian quarterback. So, I mean, you can't not. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. I'm, it, I'm pretty sure someone related to him keeps liking my tweets on Twitter, too. So, oh. that helps. <laughs> Is it Mark? I'm easily, I'm easily bought. Um, yeah, but I don't know. Like, he's had he, a good year up to this point. It, but it's it's... He was at his best against Troy, their opening game. And it's like, as the season's progressed, he's looked not, like, incredibly worse and worse, but he's looked worse as the season has progressed. And against San Diego State, he looked awful. I don't know. Like, I just, I still think he's that seventh-round UDFA. But, like, I get it. Like, I get his draft ability, draftable ability. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he... I don't know. Against San Diego State, no no touchdowns, two picks, fifty one percent, four point one yards per attempt. Like everything that's bad about his game came out. Yeah. Um, he's I don't know because some people hype him as like a first round quarterback. No, he's not. Just I I, don't draft think, any quarterbacks except for Justin Herbert in the first round, and maybe Brian Lowry, and maybe Easton Stick if he starts putting tape together. Yeah, I saw a little hype for our boy Easton on Twitter. Good. It, it all disappeared, but uh, it shouldn't. Needs, I can't wait for the senior bowl. Yeah, that, uh, that'll be Easton okay. Sticks week. Best prospect versus prospect matchup? Hey, I think I'm breaking the rules here, but uh, I think it deserves it. Brian Burns versus Joe Jackson. Clearly not on the field at the same time, but uh, both had good games. Both had two sacks. I think the world's kind of sleepy on Joe Jackson. I, I, liked, I still like him. Uh, the world's high on Brian Burns now, the world of... Twitter draft Knicks, but anyways, uh, that was a weird game. Yeah, uh, I, I uh, once Florida State got way up, I turned it off and I, I uh, slowly came back to it. That's fair. Uh, both had good games. Yeah, I think I went with Brian Burns versus Tyrese St. Louis, the Miami offensive yeah. tackle. Burns was playing on both sides, but he did beat St. Louis for uh, a dope sack at one point. Mm-hmm. St. Louis had a pretty decent game against him, though. I'm not a Showed big nice Lewis guy. Anchor, yeah. Nice anchor and hand use. Mm-hmm. It's a weak offensive tackle class. It though. is, yeah. And he's got some stuff. Um, but no, it was, a, it was a good battle. I mean, the game itself was much better than I anticipated. Um, well, I mean, yeah, just a comeback. Any prospects who have played the box score for you? I don't have any this week, this week Rob. It was actually a tough week for me, and Gerald Willis had a pretty good box score. Five mm-hmm. tackles, two TFLs, and fumble recovery. But he was really dominant against Florida State and continues to be extremely dominant each week. Uh, him and Joe Jackson were on, like you mentioned, were both on fire mm-hmm. against this awful Florida State offensive line. Um, the only th- like, there's gonna be so many questions about Willis outside of his football ability. But yeah. damn, he looks like a first round pick. Yeah. So uh, prospect being overhyped. I don't know if we've done this one yet. We, I'm sure we have because it's it's very it's a very obvious one, Rob. But I've seen some more stuff about him and his hype, and he has his team undefeated, so it's it's even worse. It's Ryan Finley, quarterback, North Carolina. Oh my State. god! Guess what? I have Ryan Finley written down as well. Okay, good because I I don't know if we've done it before, but we should have. I think we both 
just like Ryan Finley, but neither of us I th- like him as a prospect. I think we thought we liked Ryan Finley, and then we found out how weirdly hyped he was as an NFL draft yeah. prospect, and it's made us not like him now. Yeah, I mean, I like, you know, he's been a long-time starter at NC State, and I just liked him as, you know, he's he's okay. Like I was down to take him late in the draft and have him be my backup for a while. Yeah, I think that's his uh, career projection. But. Yeah, but it turns out Todd McShay has him at QB1. Uh, and I'm pretty sure Mel Kuyper had him top five. Yeah, they both did. That's none of that's true. Um, he, uh, I the numbers again don't don't look awful against Boston College, but he made some poor decisions. There's not a lot of arm talent there. No, he's just he's like I don't know. He's gonna come into a game and throw a few checkdowns, and you hope he doesn't have to start a game for you in the NFL, kind of thing. <laughs> he just looks like, like a backup quarterback. Oh yeah, tall, thin. Not yeah. much, much arm, decent uh, ball placement. Backup QBU, except for Russell Wilson. Pretty old, because uh, he's a six-year. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. He's got that Boise State Kellen Moore backup ability with him, too, because he transferred from there. <laughs> this is so. it's a, I, Okay, I, I'm more into Ryan Finley, because that, that's a big-time... Uh, is he the perfect backup NFL quarterback? <laughs> it sounds like it. It really does. What's his major? we got to figure out his major. If it's sports manager, old baby... Ryan Finley will be Kellen Moore's QB coach when Kellen Moore is a college head coach. <laughs> and Luke Falk will be their offensive coordinator. Yo, whatever team that is, I'll, I'll jump ship. And Jake Browning will be the assistant QB coach. <laughs> it's not a great job, but it's a job. Uh, small school guy, catch your eye? <laughs> I'm going to go two to the same game. And it was the, uh, the shootout between USF and UMass, baby. Uh, Jordan Cronkite. <laughs> The USF running back uh, had a monster game. I think 23 carries for 302 yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side of the field, though, I, this is the guy I think we've talked about a little bit in the past, and he's been just a big-time producer for UMass. I think, like, their leading receiver the last three years or so and, like, over close, pushing 1,000 yards. Andy Isabella, the wide receiver, not the biggest dude or anything, uh, he hit 13 grabs, 191 yards and a touchdown in this game. I think, I don't know. He just kind of seems like one of those sneaky dudes that end up on an NFL roster. You know what I mean? I don't know yeah. why. Just no. small school producer. Does it in the bigger games. By the way, James Proch had a big game. I want to throw that out. He does it only against big-time schools. Anyways, those are my guys. <laughs> uh, I went with um, just a junior, but FAU's tight end Harrison Bryant. Interesting. Six catches, 133, and two TDs against Mighty Old Dominion. He is very big and athletic. I don't think he'll come out this year, especially as this tight end class comes together, but he looks like FAU's most consistent pass catcher. Mm-hmm. And he's a big mismatch for them on offense. And I think one more year at FAU under Lane and as that passing offense kind of comes together, he's a guy who in 2020 we might be talking about a little bit more. That's interesting. Yeah. He's big and athletic. Um... And we know Lane doesn't know how to use big athletic tight ends. <laughs> that's true. All right. That's two jabs at Alabama's misuse of O.J. Howard. In this yeah, baby. <laughs> that's our brand. And that, w- that won't be the last jab in this oh. show. That's I'm going to start f- forcing them. Okay, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you should have said that. we got to force it now. Okay. A couple of week six games to get to here. Uh, number five, LSU, goes into the swamp, loses number 22, Florida, 27-19. Obviously, we talked about Polite a little bit already, who mm-hmm. went off for Florida. The Florida defense in general really balled out. Um, that was the biggest difference 
big fumble recovery uh, pick six. But, you know, um, Voshan Joseph, this linebacker for them, who looks more like a safety, was kind of the second best guy in Florida's D. Big game for the fucking stat box. He was flying around. He's li- I think they have him listed at like 6'1", 225. He looks closer to like six foot two oh five, but <laughs> I'm not here to judge weight. Uh just a junior, but he really caught my eye. Um uh fourteen tackles, two sacks, and three TFLs. Three and a half, yeah. sorry. He's kinda like the Kaliki Hudson for Florida. Mm. Um the Vipers. J- Jabari um Zaniga, the other edge rusher. He's super disruptive, too. Like, I mean, the Polite and him are so disruptive, like, C.C. Jefferson's an afterthought. And he was kind of the one with the most hype entering the year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, LSU's offense sucks, but Devin White was flying around like he does. Yep. Uh, Rashad Lawrence made a couple plays. Delpit, Greedy. another pick, right? Yep. Can't wait till we get to talk Del Pitt next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, in like the defense didn't lose this game for LSU. Florida like defense won it for Florida. They're really talented. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Gators always have a bunch of good players on that defense. Mm-hmm. They have That's... a. Uh, I got a little a little into some twenty twenty tape. Oh. Um, they have, they have this corner. Uh, I think his name's C J Henderson, number yeah. five. He, he's gonna be in the conversation. I think for corner one next year. Interesting. Just so many guys on this Florida defense. That's uh, always like, there's like just nothing on offense and a good defense there. And both of these teams are that way. <laughs> Gambone's doing a really good job with the Florida offense, by the way, for what they've got. Mm-hmm. Like they they lean on P Ryan late and he's running really hard, but like he's getting the most he can out of Franks. Who I don't think is very good. Do you remember the offseason Jordan Scarlett hype? Yeah, he he came in for uh, a few carries. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that was about. Anyways, um, don't you know Florida running backs can go undrafted and they'll they'll just automatically get signed. It's true. I think lots of those dudes. Mac Brown, uh, number six Notre Dame. At number 24, Votech, Notre Dame wins 45 23. Um, Votech, they hung around. They did. Notre Dame took away with it late. Um, yeah. Votech safety, Reggie Floyd, had an interception. He was the best player for Votech in the game, I think. Hazleton second, but mm-hmm. he, he's interesting. But Notre Dame's really good this year. Like, actually. <sighs> Not the amazing. defense has say, so yeah. much. The defense has so much talent. Like, Khalid Kareem stepped up on the edge, and he, he was getting a ton of pressure on your boy Willis, uh, who's now your boy. Uh, Ju- Julian Love went off, too. Julian yeah. Love had a pick. He returned a fumble for a touchdown. Yeah. Um, and Miles Boykin with Eden Book, that connection's been really nice. Boykin's draft stocks probably shot up so much with the size and athleticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and the running back, Dexter Williams, what? This is his second game this season. He went off again. What do you think about him? Sorry? What do you think about Dex Williams? I haven't got to the tape, but he's yeah. had a few explosive runs in the two games he's played this year. Yeah, he had a 97-yarder this game. Yeah, he's uh, he's interesting. But that like this Notre Dame offense is so much better with Book in there. I'm 
fire Kelly already. Like, come on. They can't. They're gonna now. They're going to the playoffs. He's gonna get a ten-year oh. contract. It's all he does is make it to a natty, gets blown out, and saves his job for another five to ten years. Like, that's what he does. Tavon Cooney's just gotta have a fake girlfriend. Uh, okay, number nineteen, Texas game of the week at, in Norman against number seven Oklahoma Red River Shootout. Texas holds off OU. Dicker the kicker, game-winning field goal. Texas wins 48-45. Wait, did you say in Norman? Yeah. It's not Norman. I know. I said it, and I just kept going. <laughs> it's at the Cotton Bowl, baby. The Texas State Fair. One of AJ's five Dude. best fairs in North America. We'll get that in a later episode. The Texas State Fair looks like so much fun. Like, imagine being there for this game. Like, that just looks like the best weekend you could possibly have. Anyways, what a great game. Yeah, Sam Ellinger really balled it, but having those two receivers makes a Lil huge Jordan, difference. Lil Jordan, baby. Lil Jordan and Colin Johnson are both so big. I mean, we know athletic. about Colin Johnson, but Lil Jordan's had a really nice year. And he threw a touchdown to Colin Johnson. <laughs> As you do. But, like, Ellinger's not the most accurate dude in the world, so having these two guys who have massive catch radiuses and use their bodies really well helps this off passing offense so much. Sam Ellinger is like I don't know he's a weird dude like I I liked him like from the like not as an NFL guy but he's got like the F factor you know what I mean sometimes they love going to that power run yeah I know I know I know um like, I, I mean I don't know there's Texas, something about him that Texas, I like. sorry Rob uh, Texas's defense had a couple big plays um, Brandon Jones had a pick um, Chris Boyd had a nice game OU just doesn't really have that much NFL talent. Because Kyler Murray's a baseball player. He, Kyler Murray would be drafted, right? Yeah, I think so. I wish I wish he was playing football. Like, uh, I mean, if Taysom Hill has a job, then I think Kyler Murray would too. Anyways, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I believe Kyler Murray could be an NFL QB. And at the very like his, his floor is Taysom Hill, I think. Yeah, a more athletic Taysom Hill who can't <laughs> play specials. Don't, yo, Hazem Hill's pretty athletic, actually. I, I was like, I, I know he's the third fastest forty time from a quarterback ever, or something. Four four six. I went back and like, I'm like, was Hazem really that athletic? And I went on three sigma, and I'm like, oh shit, he was pretty sparky. <laughs> Anyways, save this for um, a different show, Rob. Hollywood, obviously, we talked about him a little yeah. bit, but yeah, OU just doesn't have a ton of NFL talent. Texas's defense does. They have the two receivers. I mean, Sherman probably gets drafted, right? Yeah, to, but, but I mean, like, right, right, right now. Yeah, I guess. Ser- Sermon's a sophomore. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Because your boy Kenneth Murray. Yeah, Kenneth Murray's just stud, so. But, um, and they fired Stoops, which seemed like the right call. The defense have been terrible under him. Yes, I know. It has. And, like, I think the excuses end now because this OU defense seems like it has more talent than it usually does. Young talent, though. Well, did you see um, when... Venables was their defensive coordinator versus when Stoops was. I did not see this. Enlighten me, Rob. I think he had them top 25 uh, all three years, and then Stoops has had them 77th, 77th, and like this was their best defense under him. Yeah, but Brent Venables is one of the best defensive coordinators in college, right? Yeah. But like, if not still. the best, he's up there. Anyways, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I'd say he's the best. Um, probably, right? I mean, he's, he's, he's won the Burles? Yeah, he's won the Burles. Him, Don Brown. Um, yeah. Bud Foster. Um, ancient. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess, right, Kirby's gone, and yeah, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not DCs anymore. Uh, yeah, I'll say Venables because that's DC. I think so. Um, okay. Thing number is good, eight, too, Oregon. Sorry, Rob. Number eight, Auburn collapses against Mississippi State. Mississippi State wins 23-9. Stidham awful, unpoised. Really no positives to take away from this game with him. I feel like, sorry, I feel like these two teams are kind of enigmas right now. Like, from week to week, they're just really... Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. They can play. They can. They can upset anyone, and they get destroyed by anyone. That's yes, pretty much. And then they met each other. So, yeah, they're weird. Two two weird no, that's programs right true. now. Yeah, yeah. But Sidham, awful. Um, the Dobbin defense could not stop the run either. Like with mm-hmm. their, they have Derek Brown, Dontavious Russell, two NFL defensive tackles. They could not stop the run. <laughs> Bless you. Montez Sweat, obviously, you talked about going off. Jeffrey Simmons actually would have been a good choice for not in the box score because he just has oh, yeah. four tackles on the box score, but he's True. a dominant player. Yeah, neither of these teams are very fun to watch. No, they're not. <laughs> I do I, not like Nick Fitzgerald. Oh, uh, I was going to say, are you going to walk back all your bad things about Nick Fitzgerald? Boy, almost ran for 20 yards, baby. Yeah, didn't he complete, like, Barely 50% of his throws. Nick Fitzgerald will be playing in the NFL in the preseason next year. Not as a quarterback, though. Someone will convert him to a tight end. And it will be Sean Payton. uh, Yeah, probably. Yo, imagine Taysom Hill and Nick Fitzgerald both gadgets on place. Okay, stop. We're moving on. Number 13, Kentucky. (laughs) That'd be so The the streak finally ends. They lose um, in College Station to Texas A&M. Did you cry? 2014 OT. I was really upset. But also Travion went off. For Texas A&M? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that, but okay. He had 210 total yards. No, no, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying I don't know about him as a prospect. Who's that good? I still love him. Yeah, but I, I also know. love Benny Snell. And I, at the same time, it was like Kentucky refused to give Benny Snell the ball. Yeah, he I know. He had 13 carries. He didn't get a touch in overtime. Explain that, that to me. He's the best that, yeah. player on your offense. I only caught the OT for this game. I was like, oh, why isn't Snell doing it? Yeah. What? What was the fourth the, the fourth down call? What the hell did they something stupid, right? Yeah, um, I can't remember. I now. I don't understand what their offense was doing. Their de- their defense certainly played well enough to win. Like Mike Edwards, who's a safety, I really like tough, hard nosed safety for Kentucky. He had a really great game. Derek Beatty did a good job. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, um, and like nobody nobody like Travion went off two ten thirty touches touchdown, um, but. It wasn't like some game-changing game from him. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Kentucky should have won this game, and they blew it. Um, no, for, I mean like seventeen touches for Benny Snell. I, I don't know why. Yeah, versus Travion getting thirty for Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Like that, just that contract. And like Benny Snell wasn't getting a lot going on the ground, but still. Yeah. They, they, it's not like the they time. were throwing the ball over the yard successfully. Or anything yeah, exactly. Like it was it was weird play calling. I don't know. Um, Kingsley Kiki looked really good for Tamu on the D line. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm still upset about this game. But I could, t- I could tell. I don't know. T- Tamu's going in the right direction with Jimbo and Kellen Mond there. They also I'm pretty sure they have the number one recruiting class for A and M. Yeah. It's a weird top five right now. I think they're one. Oregon's like three. Yes, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, me too. I'm very happy about that. It's just strange. Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like A and M is always kind of up there early, and then they kind of fall off for a recruiting. But now with Jimbo there, it's all. I, yeah, I feel like maybe I f- they won't fall off. I hate Jimbo. I don't like him either. 
Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Stayed up late for this one. Pac-12 after dark. Utah, 40. Number 14, Stanford, 21. What happened? Stanford. What happened, Rob? What happened to the Cardinal? Classic Utah trap game. In, um, in Stanford? But in Stanford this time. <laughs> well, the thing was, the thing was, Utah got up early, and then it was like, and Bryce Love wasn't playing for Stanford. Yeah. And, I, and, and Utah did not play like they thought Cameron Scarlett could do anything. They were just there to stop J.J. Arcega-Whiteside and like, the passing game. And, yeah. like, Whiteside still put up numbers because he's good, obviously. Sick, but yeah. Cast- Costello was so iffy. That's another QB who didn't play that well. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was rattled uh, interception early, and they just kind of fell apart. Utah uh, leaned on Zach Moss, the running back, who played a really nice game. Classic Utah running back, by the way. I, like, I feel like uh, Bryce loves – like, I'm again, I'm not a big Bryce Love guy as a prospect at all. I, I do feel like he's extremely important to the Stanford 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 uh, offense and team in general. I just feel like he's the threat of him being there. Yeah, made, like yeah. defenses have to respect it. So I, I feel like change. yeah. Also, I feel like I don't know. I'm talking about my ass, but like I feel like he's an emotional leader, kind of. You know what he's I mean? T- he's a tough dude. Exactly. Yeah, playing on that ankle last year and all. Exactly. That? Like there's so many games where like they just put the offense on Bryce Love's back and he's like on one ankle and like just carrying the team literally. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I feel like Costello not having Love back there might have put a, a little like, you know, jitters in him. Anyways. And uh, Utah does what they did. They ran the ball and they played good defense. Yeah. Like I said, Moss is a classic Utah running back. Yep. Um, like in the Devontae Booker mold. Um, yes. I like Tyler. No. Tyler Huntley's a fun quarterback. He is. He, uh... He's, he's, he, again, classic Utah QB too, right? Like he's he seems like a very his running ability. Mm-hmm. They're very smooth athlete. I don't know. There's something about him that he's just fun to watch. I like Utah. They're um, they're it's always fun to watch. Though. Up and down start though. You know, there's lots of high, big expectations for them this year. Yeah, those years are never their good years though. I feel like the Pac-12 is just not good this year. No, you're, you're right. Um, on defense, Chase Hansen flying around their linebacker. Uh, he had a nice game. He helped stop the run a ton. Um, Brandon Anae, their pass rusher, went off. This is like I think this will be the game you go to when you're, you're mm. doing tape study for him for the draft. Yeah, especially against the Stanford offensive line. Uh, yeah, obviously you talked about Caden Smith, J- JJ Arcega Whiteside, and Caden Smith like put up yards. Their size for both of them is just yes, crazy. This is it's funny because Stanford lost this game, but. Stanford's offense should have, if Bryce Love was more like last year, it should have had a chance to be their best all-around yeah. offense in some time just because of the size they have. Their backup tight end, um, what's his name, Parkinson, I think. He's just a true sophomore. He's also massive and very good. I, and like, Trent Irwin, like they just have so many pass yeah. catchers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, for sure. And, I mean, Costell's better than they, what they've had in the re, mm-hmm. in re, after Andrew Luck. And he's not a, he's not afraid to push the ball downfield. That's a big thing. Because no, you're right. This Stanford offense could have been – and like I feel like the line – like it's not one of the, the top lines they've had, but it's good still. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still got a couple NFL dudes on it. Yeah, and like I, you're right. This, this Stanford offense could have been extremely good this year and just hasn't been too good. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Florida State – Blows the big lead, loses number 17 Miami, 28-27. Classic game. DeAndre Francois getting beat up, <laughs> trying to carry this offense. And once, like, it, they just can't. Like, I feel so bad for Francois. 
they just can't do anything. And like, yeah, I know. Especially against Darrell Willis and Joe Jackson, uh, both again in passing and running, like their run game isn't what it was supposed to be at Florida State. Like Cam Akers and Jacquez Patrick were supposed to go off this year. Yeah, yeah. And they just can't behind this O line. Exactly. <laughs> um, and again, I, Willis and Joe Jackson are two of top prospects at their position. Both are good run defenders. Like, Willis is an elite run defender. Jo- Joe Jackson's an underrated run defender mm-hmm. in this edge class. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Brian Burns was, like, the bright spot for Florida State. He went off, because he always does. I don't know. It was a weird game. Why can't this team recruit offensive linemen? Like, or they think they do, and I don't know, man. Yeah, and it's not like it's a just a this year thing. No, and they still get dudes drafted. I don't understand this whole thing, man. It's an enigma. Yeah. This Florida State. Talk. How many times are you gonna say enigma in this episode? Have I said it already? I think three times. Now. Oof! I'm gonna hit four. Like, I, okay. like we're gonna shit talk. Uh, yeah, I'm still Al- looking Al- for Al- my spot to bring up OJ. Yeah, I don't know. You should you should know with Caden Smith, but we missed it. Uh, Northwestern 29 at number 20, Michigan State 19. Classic Michigan State letdown game. They've just not good. Um, I feel like they were overrated coming into the year, but hey. Northwestern plays that, like, they're going to play you tough in the Big Ten. I took Lurky, I took Northwestern. L- yeah, I think we both did. I did. I'm yeah, assuming you did. I think so. I feel like double-digit spreads, unless it's, like, Ohio State or Penn State, you pick against it. Pretty much, yep. Um, okay, Brad, Brian Lurky, some flashes. Uh, also, the receivers are pretty bad, other than, like... Felton Davis. Yeah, Felton Davis kept them in this game with Lewerke. The receivers don't create separation. Like, even Felton Davis isn't a big separation. Oh, guy, no, no. Right? He's, he's not that. Like, he's a solid college receiver. He's not that. Like, he'll get drafted, but he's not that good. Yeah, yeah. And, and so their passing offense is really weird. And, like, LJ Scott, I don't like LJ Scott. He's not run good. game's not that great. Uh, and their defense just isn't that great either. There's really not as much on Michigan State when you break it down as you think. There's a bunch of big names. I think it was like that's why I said I think they're overrated. I think those just all kind of hype. I I like Lurky a lot though. So, mm-hmm. uh, Thorson was okay. Like, did enough to win. I don't know. He's uh, a late round guy, maybe. Maybe I don't. I the arm the turnovers in the arm. Um, the the Northwestern defense has some guys like Patty Fisher obviously and their corner Montre uh, Montre Hardage he was making big plays he broke up a few passes. Northwestern's like a they're always going to be a bowl eligible team. Joe uh, Joe Gaziano, another sack. <laughs> I'm not. I, I purposely don't bring his name up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love him. You gotta. You, love him. you like him a weird amount. I, I don't think I don't like him as a prospect. You just gotta like him. NC State beats Boston College twenty eight twenty three at home. Um, NC State did a good job of shutting down the. Uh, also worth mentioning, no AJ Dillon for Boston College. Mm. I uh, I picked Boston College to cover before AJ Dillon was ruled out. Yeah, so that sucked. But um, <laughs> the passing game couldn't do it without Dillon kind of back there. Jeff Smith only had one catch. Um, Zach Allen had a decent game and Wyatt Ray as well, but like neither went off. Uh, we talked about Finley. Calvin Harmon is. I don't know if he's just another one of these receivers in this really deep receiver class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he would have been a first round pick last year, I think. The only reason he won't be this year is maybe because there's so many receivers, but he's yeah. so big and athletic. I even like I like Jacoby Myers too. So. I, I do if you're reading my column right now, you know I like him too. Uh yeah, Jacoby Myers is just 
He's one of those guys that's needed in today's NFL mm-hmm. where he just knows how to get open yep. and convert third downs. The QB trusts him. He's got really strong hands. He's really smart the way he plays receiver. Yeah, I totally agree. I enjoy him a lot. Um, and Jermaine Pratt, the linebacker, is so good. Really underrated. Very good. Really athletic. <laughs> uh, okay, finally, Missouri, 35, at South Carolina, 37. Um, this game was, like, really close. I think it was – was it – I forget what the score was. Um, maybe it was – I think it was 34-32 South Carolina, and there was a rain delay for, like, an hour. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was, like, that. two minutes left in the game. Yeah. And then South Carolina anyway ended up kicking game winning field goal. Drew Locke was awful. As soon as it started raining, he just absolutely crashed. It's um, like me golfing yesterday, Rob. <laughs> they they leaned on the run to Mario Crockett, who's a guy like in Crockett Good game, yeah. Um, South Carolina's Debo Samuel Brian Edwards played really well, and this was with Skarnakia and that South Carolina's quarterback. Edwards, this was a classic Brian Edwards game, going up, making big plays, catching two touchdowns. Debo Samuel. Doing what he does, just yak and whatnot. Um, Drew Locke just ain't it. That's the biggest takeaway here. Uh, he likes Transformers too much. I guarantee you if you tweet him something about Transformers, he will favorite it. I guarantee that right now on the show. That's a big guarantee, Rob, but it's a guarantee. I mean, he's, okay. He's mentioned Transformers multiple times with like heart emojis. So anyways... AJ, are you willing to gamble on Drew Locke's chances of being the number one pick? Uh, against it, sure. Me too. You know where I'd go to do that? Uh, probably your bookie. My bookie. Everyone's got to use my bookie. My bookie. I forgot to do it that time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing beats my bookie. They let you bet on pretty much everything. You know what you can't bet on there? The usage of athletic tight ends in the Nick Saban offense. <laughs> Have you ever heard of O.J. Howard? My bookie! Probably hey, would have let you bet on him being a first-round pick, and the odds would have been sick, even you can though bet Nick on, Saban uh, didn't know it. You can bet on O.J. Howard's fantasy games now that he's in the NFL. Yeah, over-unders on fantasy players at My bookie with O.J. Howard in Nick Saban's offense. Uh, join now and use the promo code HEAVEN and my bookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. If you're willing to hold out until after 7pm, you can get an extra $25 free play by using the promo code HEAVEN25. And guess what? If you hold out until after 7pm to watch an Alabama game, they probably won't get their tight end involved as much as they should. <laughs> the double dip there. Yeah. That was really so, well done, right? So, so that's HEAVEN at my bookie mybookie.ag using the promo code heaven for that cash flow it's weird that they don't say the website like the actual url i don't know yes let's criticize our sponsor on the podcast you can edit this out but i don't think you need to just uh, i'm not going to i don't think you're going to either too much work it's a great website just uh singer.ag no shame in that well you can you can put the dot com and it like brings you to dot.ag oh that's why they're oh they're they're too big for they're they're the new wave website sorry my bookie you don't even need wonder, anything. I wonder if .ca works. That's something. I, I to doubt it. Up. Let's try. Please try. I am. Uh, while I uh, bring this up, so week seven matchups. Obviously, all the spreads are from my bookie. Uh oh. Um, I'm taking to some weird website right now, Rob. I don't like this. <laughs> Get off. Abort. Abort. <laughs> um, 
strange, strange schedule of games this week. It's a good week, man. It's a good week. All the games are at three thirty. I don't like that. No, why is why is Washington Oregon three thirty? That pissed. Me. That upset me. You can say um, piss me off. I, yeah, I, I know, I know. I, I say the F word on here all the time. I don't know why I did that. I got nervous. Why Why couldn't Washington and Oregon be like nine? Yeah. That would have been perfect because like, Wisconsin, Michigan would be well into the game by then. Yeah. And I mean, it, yeah. It's, it's a bit before the Colorado USC game that you can go do after. Or just I don't switch know Colorado USC. I don't, need, I don't need that game. Like, but at like, that time. Uh, it's pretty annoying. Um, like especially for me when I'm not going to be home until late. Like I really wish that Washington game. The, was and this that, like I know Georgia LSU is probably like most people's favorite game this week. Washington Oregon's mine all day. Justin Herbert versus that secondary. I mean I can't I, I can't not say Michigan Wisconsin because I love that game. But yeah, second Michigan Oregon, then the LSU Georgia. The, there's also no noon games. No. Like no. Nothing really of note. Well, I mean, yeah. we'll just get into it now. Uh, I even threw a Thursday game in here because I didn't know the, how to get 10 games. Um, Texas Tech at TCU on Thursday. TCU seven-point favorites. Your boy, Antoine Wesley at receiver. TJ Vasher. Interesting yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Jet, Jet Duffy's going to have him tight. I think TCU's not the team that's going to blow, t- blow teams out. So, no. And I feel like Texas Tech's the team that hangs around. So I'd like TCU to win, but I'm going to take this tech to cover. So. I, I've gone back and forth with this. Um, hey, Ben Bannock is going to get a lot of pass rushing chances. I like That's, that. That is true. Uh, I just Texas Tech's defense is still very bad, so I'm just going to take TCU in like a 49-42 victory. Pepe. You ever uh, play, play NCAA and like you just schedule a lot of uh, air raid teams to get some pass rusher? It's some, the best, best bunch, way to do it. Bunch of, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, 12 p.m., the only 12 p.m. on our schedule here. Number four, number 14, Florida at Vanderbilt. Like, that was the best game I could decide yeah, on picking. That's not great. And I literally only picked it because I love Paul Light now. <laughs> and you will, Kyle Shermer. And Kyle Duh. Shermer. I love Kyle Shermer. Uh, I, Florida's going to cover. Their defense is too good. Are they? I have Florida down, but I'm not sure. I don't trust this. I'll, I'll pick Florida, but I don't trust them. In the I, I've, got, I've picked Vandy too much this season, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking Florida. Um, main, but mainly because of the pass rush. I think they'll get after Shermer, create turnovers, defensive touchdown. I feel that coming. So, yeah. Why not? Florida. I, like, I like the juxtaposition of these two games on the schedule, okay? Number 14, Georgia's minus 7.5 at Vanderbilt. Underranked, obviously. Wait, what? Number 14, Georgia? Oh, Florida. Sorry. Number 14, Florida. And then next up, number 2, Georgia's also minus 7.5 in Death Valley at number 13, LSU. That feels like how big of a gap there is between... I mean, obviously, Florida beat LSU by that point, but like, I don't know. Doesn't there seem like a disconnect there? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. I don't disagree. Cause I yeah I don't yeah. Anyways, it's it's funny. Who do you like in, in that one? Yeah. Ah uh, yeah, three thirty games now. Number two Georgia in Death Valley against LSU. Georgia yeah. minus seven and a half. I just said all that wrong. <sighs> and I said it again because no one trusts you and they trust me. That's you fair. could be saying the wrong things. Okay, first of all, we're gonna get to see Greedy Williams versus hopefully Radley Ridley all game, mm. which is sick. Um, second of all, I just I'm taking Georgia to cover. I'm a sucker, Rob. I'm going to take LSU. 
I'll tell you what. If it was a night game in Death yeah, Valley, yeah. I would be taking LSU. That's fair. To, co- to cover and lose. But I, I'm tough, t- yeah. t- tough loss in Florida. Joe Burrow didn't look very good. There's no one else you can lean on with this offense. Not at all, no. Good good front seven in, in Georgia. Uh, pretty good secondary. Um, George, uh, LSU has just been giant slayers this year, though. I know. See, the I'm, only way I see LSU pulling this off is if Greedy Williams, Devin White, and Rashard Lawrence all just make a ton of big plays. And obviously, like Grant Delpit and stuff. Because um, those I, guys are all studs, but... I'm, I like the under in this game, too. I don't know if it's going to get 15. Oh, I, I love the under. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take LSU to cover. Oh, by the way, I also love the under in Florida Vandy. Yeah, that's way too many points. <laughs> it's 51, by the way. I like LSU to, uh, to to lose, but cover the points. Okay, I, I like Georgia's a win. Not like not by uh, like 20 or anything, but like... I don't know, 14. Fromm protects the ball pretty well. Mm-hmm. Fromm had a really nice week, too. I was going to mention him for sophomore, I, but... I, Fromm's very much interesting for 2020 draft. Yes. Uh, seems like a guy who'd go back, though. I think so. Just has that vibe. Yep. But Just to screw Fields over. Fields, yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> okay. The game we were talking about earlier, 330. Number 7, Washington at number 17, Oregon. Washington, three-point favorites um, in Oregon. This is the biggest test of Justin Herbert's season. You know what I'm taking. I'm taking Oregon. Plus Me points. too. Uh, we're, we're, we got a minute. We're Ducks fans. Well, for, first of all, we are Ducks fans. And second of all, we're <laughs> Herbert fans. Second of all, we're Herbert fans. Third of all, Washington struggled with um, UCLA. Mm-hmm. Washington lost to that Auburn team. Yes. Or Oregon, I mean, they did lose to Stanford, who lost to Utah. <laughs> you can't do these because it's by the end of the year, everyone's going to have lost to everybody. But 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 my point is, Oregon should have won that game. They were talented enough to they, win. That absolutely, game. they should have won that game. Yeah. And I just don't trust Jake Browning. If this game does turn into a shootout, yeah, I'm taking the QB one, Justin Herbert. Why is this game not under the lights? I, this is the best game of the. Oh, I'm so excited for this game. Like. I, I mean, I've not watched both the Georgia LSU and this, but this is my focus, and also yeah. Central Florida Memphis. This is, yeah, like like you said, it's just such a big test for just nerve against the secondary. It's a big test for the secondary too. So the way they they do it, obviously, they don't think about it the way we think about it. But yeah, it's I so I love Pac-12 football. I think, and like these okay. are my two favorite Pac-12 teams. Anyways, like the, the, yeah, well, they always have been. Anyways, yeah, they're very fun. Byron Murphy, Taylor Rapp, JoJo Mack, Miles Bryant, Jordan Miller in that Washington secondary could all be in the NFL versus Justin Herbert. Herbert's only really got Dylan Mitchell and Jacob Breland as guys he trusts in the yeah. passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony Brooks, James is like very up and down. Yeah, he is. There's like also the Oregon defense has boys in Jalen Jelks, Troy Dye, Hugo Amadi, your favorite Justin Hollins. Yeah, and that's a big Washington D line. I'm excited to or O line. Washington's O-line versus Jalen Jelk should be... There's just so many storylines in this game for the NFL draft. <laughs> yes. Also, in, ge- guy, in general, it's fun. Your guy, Aaron Fuller, is starting to actually pick up steam as a prospect. As you should be. You feel good about that? You were the first on that. I don't Not really. It was the Auburn game. I was first on yeah. Justin Herbert's. So. <laughs> uh, okay, I was the first on Justin Herbert. It was spring game. Literally, not we're like the same uh, time. And the, you're the the fr- you were first on Jacob Breland, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know where I... Caught on with him. Uh, I think I think just Herbert tape, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Michigan State at number eight, Penn State. Penn State favored by fourteen. Totals fifty four. Penn State. Penn State. 
Oh, it looks like I didn't even write notes for this game. I just put pens. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Next up, yeah. <laughs> like Michigan State's defense bad. Trace McSorley is a really good college quarterback. Mich- like Penn State's got more firepower on offense. Mm-hmm. P- Penn Penn State's defense is more consistent. They yeah, got, they have yeah. better prospects too. Shreve Miller, Mani Aru. Aruwari. They're playing like, better. Yeah. yeah, it's Penn State. No, no, okay. Uh, Central Florida, number 10 Central Florida, going to Memphis. Ooh. UCF favored by three and a half in Memphis. It sucks because Memphis has lost a game already, though. I know, I know. This, this is like usually so one of my favorite games fun. of the year. <laughs> That's, I'm not even joking about that. I don't I don't think Memphis is, is this. I don't think they're there this year. I don't know, man. They, like, not to compete. Like, they're definitely obviously... A really good team. Oh, I just for, mean for them. Yeah, but they're not competing with UCF this year. I agree. Um, this this is a tight spread. I want to take UCF. I I like this. I'm pretty confident about this one. But these games are always fun. The total is almost eighty. What's well, not to love? I mean, yeah, like, the championship game last year is one of my favorite games of the year last year for sure. If not, this my is favorite. this is a massive game for Darrell Henderson, who's yeah. been killing it this year. Mm-hmm. Um. I think he'll keep them in the game early, but ultimately, like, McKenzie Milton's too much to handle for Memphis, Steve. I, I agree. I don't, they haven't been getting Pollard, at, like, enough uh, touches. Yeah, they're using him weird. Um, but, yeah, McKenzie Milton's the best player, best quarterback in the conference. Darrell Henderson might be the best prospect. Darrell Henderson is the best prospect in this game. I love Darrell Henderson. He's okay. good, man. 7 p.m. Missouri at number one Alabama. Alabama favored by 28 and a half. I'll, I'll take Bama. <laughs> I I put this. Drew Lock's gonna get killed. This is if if you're not off the Drew Lock bandwagon yet, you're an automatic Drew Lock apologist. If you're not off it after this game, and you're a Transformers apologist. <laughs> like there's no way he's gonna be able to handle this this Bama defense. Like this, this total is interesting though. 74 and a half. That, that's an interesting number to me. Dude, like, the Bama D-line has three potential first-round picks in Bugs, Williams, and Davis. Anthony Jennings, Christian Miller, Mack Wilson. Like, Deontay Thompson, I- I'm setting the over-under at one and a half interceptions. I'm taking the over. And like, oh, I'll give you the under in the game. I don't... Like honestly, I can see the, Bama scoring 50, 55 points or the, so. And, but, uh, if, I'm, if I'm being honest, the thing I'm most interested in is watching Terry Beckner, the Missouri defensive tackle against the Alabama O-line. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, Bama. Uh, okay, number six, West Virginia at Iowa State. Ames. Favored by seven. The thing is, Iowa State upset Oklahoma State last week. I feel like Oklahoma State is not as good as we think. No, because Boise State wasn't as good as everyone thought. Yeah, I think I think Oklahoma State's kind of just overrated. I like I like the team. But I just think they're overrated. Yeah, um, Iowa State beat them with their third-string quarterback, too. But he went off. Yeah, oh, yeah. What's his name? He's uh, a freshman. I don't know. I, can't I forget remember. his name. It was a funny name. It's like Purdy or something. Purdy. Yeah, that's it. Um, this is a big letdown situation for West Virginia, but uh, David Montgomery didn't play last week in their upset at Oklahoma State. Mm. He's, he's supposed to play this week. I hope he does. I know you're, you're not going to not take Iowa State. I know you too well. I think Iowa State... I'm, t- I'm Sorry. I uh, Iowa State's going to lose, but I think they'll cover. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I knew you were going to take us. I'll take West Virginia for no good reason, to be honest. 
I just like Iowa State's quarterback play just so up and down always. I don't I can't really trust. I'm pretty them. sure for the armchair pick I'm gonna pick West Virginia, but now here I'm picking Iowa State. Yeah, I knew you're going to. Ball control offense with Montgomery. Hakeem Butler made plays against Oklahoma State, by the way. Who? Um the receiver everyone talked about for yeah, one week and never talked about it again. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy, here's the game. Alright. Number fifteen Wisconsin at number twelve Michigan. Was uh, Michigan favored by seven and a half. That's a lot. I'm taking Wisconsin. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> these two teams play each other tough all the time. I, 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 I want to see that Michigan D-line versus the Wisconsin yes. line. I know Wisconsin's not been the greatest, but I mean, they, they I don't know. This is a big game. That that total, uh, sorry, that spread is, and the total, but that, that spread is too high. I don't yeah, know. it's just very large. I don't uh, know as, a, as a Michigan fan, not even, like, I'm actually a Michigan fan. But, uh, yeah, it's too much. I'm going to take whiskey. I hope it snows somehow. Yes, now we're talking, Rob. It's been too warm in the north right now, man. Let's get some snow. Go play Finally, some games in Calgary. Pac-12 after dark, yeah. 10.30 p.m. Colorado at USC. Colorado ranked 19. USC favored by 7. I'm taking Colorado. I'm going to ride the yeah. Chenault Montez. <laughs> Me too. And, and I don't like... I don't trust anything on USC. Other than Iman Marshall. That's it. But I mean, like, and that's, oh, that's a Chenault, good matchup. Chenault, but Chenault's going to... Like, that's a bad matchup for Marshall. Yeah, but that's a... Uh, that's like the only matchup. exciting yeah. thing in this game. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I don't know if Colorado wins, but it's going to be close, I think. <laughs> I'm going to take Colorado as well. Yeah. All right, that's everything. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AJMarkEasy13. Follow me at RobPaulNFL. Follow Armchair at ACL Americans at, at Armchair NFL. Uh, you can go to my bookie and use Heaven as your promo code. Uh, <laughs> go to armchairallamericans.com. You can read my NFL draft column. It comes out with Juju. Ju- wow. Juju. On, <laughs> Juju Smith? It usually comes out on Wednesdays, and my <laughs> NFL rookie column usually comes out on Thursdays. Do you mention Juju in an article this, this week? No. This is just, I have Juju on my mind. Go Steelers. As you should. And yeah. check you later, fam.